Welcome to the first edition of the Putting Couch Podcast, presented by Seymour Putter Company's tour team. I'm Jim Grunberg. I'll be the host. I'm along with Cody Hale, Seymour's Director of Instruction, Tour, Fitting, and uh, in charge of our Tour Fitting Studio. Cody, good to have you here. Thanks for having me. And Ted Galena, our sort of uh, teacher emeritus, PGA member, longtime member of the Seymour team, who has uh, some great credentials, uh, teaching and fitting with tour players, uh, players of all levels. And Ted, nice to have you here today. Thanks, guys. Appreciate being here today. So this is just going to be the first one. of, of We don't know how many, but uh, uh, glad to have you here. So um, I'd, I'd say looking ahead, there's all kinds of, uh, of topics we can cover. And uh, we'll, hopefully we'll be able to share what we know, what we don't know, what you want to know, everything about putting. Uh, who's the audience for this podcast? I'd say it's uh, golfers, it's instructors, it's fitters. It's interested media. It's just people that uh, you want to hear a fun podcast. So that's kind of where we're at. And uh, good grief. I mean, there's so many things we can talk about putting. It's it's kind of, we always say it's the last frontier in golf instruction. How many, you know, magazines have we picked up over the years? And, and again, 90, 95% always was about the swing. And it's really evolved now. So what we've seen on the tour, I think, has been a huge move towards Putting is at the forefront. It's 40% of the game in just one of your 14 clubs. And so let's just start with that. Let's let's talk a little bit about establishing some credentials here. Cody, also a fantastic player, won the Tennessee State Open. Cody, you run the studio for Seymour. You work with all of our global fitters. Uh, when people come and they want help with putting, I mean, what, what are some of the reasons that they come to see you? Yeah, I, I think uh, probably the number one and probably the most uh, sort of uh, asked is to help with their alignment and consistency. It's everybody wants to make more putts, right? And it's, it's about doing that. But we find most uh, of the, uh, most of the issues that they have come and stimulate from poor alignment. And so they want to be more consistent. They want to aim the putter better. And I think that sort of fits into what we do really, really well. And I think you see that a lot in relation to the tour. You see those guys still practicing they're aimed, they're set up, and they understand how important that those characteristics are to great potting. How different is it being at a, a private club or a public golf course and watching the way people play and practice versus the tour when it comes to sort of putting versus everything else? Right, and I think I think you see at the club level, you don't see many people on the putting green, right? It's Everybody wants to go to the range and hit a little bit further. But now on the opposite side of that, on the tour, they're spending 75% of their time really on the short game and, you know, probably 40 to 50% of their time on putting. And so, you know, I, I, you know, I saw something that Jason Day put out and he was spending at least one to two hours per day on his putting. And that's whether he's practicing or not. So those guys really put a lot of emphasis on it and they really reinforce, they understand reinforcing great fundamentals leads to great putting. And Ted, you've worked with tour players, you've taught tour players. I mean, it's hard to believe, even at that level, uh, a lot of these guys don't really have a lot of confidence in their putting, do they? No, and I was going to add to what Cody was saying is you'll be surprised that the same questions that are asked here in the tour studio from you know lower handicap to higher handicap to junior golfer are the same questions that those guys are asking out there on tour you know, how's my aim, how's my posture, does my setup look that good? It, those players out there 
they seem to think they're supposed to expect to already know that where you the players and the pros that we work with are open enough to come up and ask us hey ask that simple question is how how is my alignment and so when those players or students come in the studio here and they find out they're asking the same questions as I'm asking right now yeah it's 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 the same thing so we're giving you the same amount of information that you would be if you were out there on that putting green on that you know Monday Tuesday or Wednesday morning what level of players Ted can benefit from a an intense focus on putting and how to improve their putting. Oh, all, all players from the junior golfer all the way up to the senior uh, player, e- even the, the tour level guys that all three of us have seen out there. And it's this a simple fundamentals, a simple foundation that a lot of these players don't know when it comes to putting. They might have that in their full swing where they've taken at least, you know, five, 10, 25, 30 full swing lessons, but when it comes to putting, we ask every time someone comes in here to the tour studio, how many putting lessons have you received? Zero. Well, why is that? You know, well, because usually the person at my club or my instructor, they don't feel comfortable enough giving that putting lesson. And the last thing that an instructor or a teacher wants to give is bad information. So that was where the student here, the junior golfer or the even the tour player has to go out and find that information on his own. And I think that's where you find so many different avenues of putting strokes out there. Uh, but they just don't have a simple foundation. If they can take time to find a simple foundation uh, that we offer here, you'll, you'll be amazed. Well, our, our goal with this podcast is to focus on really all things putting and answer your questions. And while we have a lot of experience because at Seymour Putter Company, that's all we do. So we feel like we've really been on the cutting edge of studying, putting, uh, and everything about it. Not just the stroke, the mechanics, uh, the systems, um, but the equipment, the style of putter, uh, the length of the putter, the grip, the shaft, the strategy in putting, um, the line, the speed, how to practice, how to play under pressure, you know, how much instruction to get. I mean, it's, it's, it's a major undertaking. And so uh, we're not going to just focus on the Seymour or the Seymour Putter Company, but that's really how we got into this was by looking at this whole category 12 years ago and saying, you know, what is it about putting that, that so many people seem to just be skipping over? Maybe the fastest way to improve. So that's that's really where we want to get to is, is helping people understand um, that, you know, hey, putting is such a huge part of the game, but you have to put the time in. It's not, it, it's not as easy as it looks maybe, huh? I mean, putting... People go out there and they struggle like crazy to hit the ball or swing like a tour player. They can't compress the ball like a tour player with their long irons, sometimes even their scoring irons. But everybody kind of feels like they can putt. But can they? Well, I I would say this is is with putting, the difference between putting and a full swing is that people seem to think putting is supposed to be easy. Okay, so for instance, you're on on the tee box and you aim, you really want to get on the left side of the, fairway right but you miss hit it and it goes to the right side of the fairway oh hey that's okay i'm i'm on the fairway I, i'm still in play that's good by me even though i supposedly did not hit my target i'm still okay on the right side of the fairway well now you come to the putting green right and you got an eight footer ten footer even a five footer and you go man i should expect to make this and all of a sudden you miss it a little bit left a little bit right oh my gosh this is it's the end of the world so there's a fine line between you know 
hitting it in the fairway to it's just a the miss on a putting green is enormous and that's where i think again giving the person a little bit of confidence to start making those putts and once they start seeing a few of those go in all of a sudden the game changes quite a bit i mean with putting as you said you either make it or you don't right. you know whereas with every other club in the bag there's a, there's good misses i missed it on the proper side yeah, i missed it go. here there's no good misses with the putter right you're exactly right so i cody what so you know let's let's just jump into a little bit of equipment these days i mean the trend you know we've seen trends and equipment change and what have you and it seems like all of a sudden in 2019 everybody thinks a mallet putter all of a sudden is the way to go and i know we we can share some things down the road but i mean what's driving that you know i think uh a lot of it's built around trying to find stability you know whether that's for an off-center hit or that's through the stroke people are trying to find stability and they've done that through higher moment of inertia through bigger designs uh, more weighting options but is that really right for the individual because we find the higher MOI if it's not placed correctly can start to influence stroke mechanics maybe in an improper way so um, you still see a lot of great putters out there and some of the best in the world on tour using blade designs that have, they've stuck with that model for years um, but no, no don't get me wrong there's some great players using big mallet designs but you have to understand sort of what it requires in order to you know to effectively hit it you know around the sweet spot and square the face so that's one of the big things about being fit and making sure that that equipment fits what you're trying to do and that methodology matches up and that's a great tease for one of our future podcasts because i do think there's a lot of deep dives that we can do and i think what you just mentioned is that hey beware what seems what may seem at the outset as being something that's right for you and right for everyone, there, there may not be. And I think mallet putters and high moment of inertia putters is a great thing that we can talk about down the road. Um, you know, talking a little bit about um, a movement, you know, one of the cool things we did at Seymour was years ago, Ted, you really helped put this together, was to look around at, at guys like yourself who've gone through the PGA program and, and, and excelled. I mean, you know, really been acknowledged in every which way as a leader in your field. And yet when it came to the putting, you always said, you know, you didn't feel like that had been an area that had maybe been properly covered. So we've reached out to PGA instructors and fitters everywhere. How was that? Tell me a little bit about how that program has gone, Ted. Yeah, it's taken off. And I think right now we have close to maybe a thousand to twelve hundred fitters and instructors worldwide. And the the thought was when you hired me here, and I was a PGA professional, and the first thing you said was, okay, great, you can teach putty. I'm like, whoa, hold on for a second. Why don't I? I mean, I know I'm a golf pro, and I just came from this course, but you, yeah, okay. Well, I when I was there, I, I, I'm ashamed. I never gave a putting lesson. I might have gave one or two a year, and it was always something different. I could give the great full swing lesson, but when it came to putting, as soon as I opened my mouth, when a member would come in and ask for help for putting, as soon as I would say something, oh, great, you can you give a full swing lesson, you'll give me a putting lesson. And then all of a sudden, I'm, you know, a little hesitant. And I think that's what a lot of these PGA professionals and other golf instructors feel that way. Because, again, you said the stat earlier, 40% of your strokes used is with the putter, but only 6% of lessons are given yearly. Well, that's the reason why. So that's why the golf pro goes 
oh no, just go find a putter that looks good and feels good. Let's try three or four out on the putting green and there you go. And now all of a sudden you have five to 25 different putters in your putter corral at home and you're going to find, oh, this one's not working well. I'm going to try something else. So what we did, we reached out to golf pros, taking my scenario and go, okay, there's got to be some that, A, want to learn more about putting. And oh, by the way, probably no one else out there is giving putting lessons. So if I can give someone a little bit of information about putting and all of a sudden they start making lessons or giving lessons, what's that? That's more of a bottom line to them. And so we had a, a lot of golf pros that were doing 95% full swing lessons and 5% putting lessons in year one and two. And you talk to them now in year three through eight, now it's 99% putting lessons and 1% full swing lessons. All of a sudden now they're the putting, they're on other golf pros putting staff. And so when the golf pro now he has an answer saying, oh, I, you know, I got a guy on my staff who gives putting lessons, and he d- refers everything over, the, over to that putting instructor. So seeing that, we've learned that, A, an SPI instructor can improve his putting le- or get, get a well-rounded putting lesson, give it with a nice, again, go back to simple system, foundation. Two, once he teaches that person how well he or she can putt, that person is going to go out there and show what he or she has learned. And three to six people that play with that person, well, where'd you learn to putt that way? Oh, I learned from Cody Hill over here at XYZ Country Club. All of a sudden, now Cody gets more putting lessons and, invert, and all of a sudden starts teaching the same thing over and over again, the simple foundation. And all of a sudden, now our SPI instructor staff has just grown immensely. And no matter where you are, golfers that putt better, they score better. They enjoy the game better. I mean, there's nothing more frustrating. They want to come back for more. There's nothing more frustrating than walking off the golf course. How many times do we have people call us saying, you know, I mean, I'm a plus two, but I'm a, I'm a 10 handicap when it comes to my putting. You hear that all the time, Cody. And, I mean, you actually here in the headquarters have your own studio. You've been kind of at the forefront of using technology to start with when analyzing. I mean, how does that go on, Cody, using technology to as a starting point to help somebody understand where their putting is? I think it's great feedback for them, first and foremost, is, you know, a lot of what happens in golf and especially in putting and what you feel and what's actually real are often two different – they're all two different ends of the spectrum. And so being able to analyze the stroke in a little different format with – you know, the technology that we use, whether it's Sandpot Lab or Capto or whatever, or video, you know, whatever it is, it can just show them and then it gives them the mindset, okay, this is what I'm doing really well. So we can show you your strengths and we can show your weaknesses. And then we've got a program to where we can go in and we can show you how we're going to improve your putting or improve your setup through the proper fit. And then we can put that back on there and show them the numbers and how they sort of match up from an efficiency level and a consistency level. And it's really neat to be able to use that and show them because I think they really, um, the, the golfer comes in and they can really buy in instead of somebody just sort of selling them something. They can see it for themselves how effective that program can be to help them to putt better. And I would say, looking around, I mean, there's, there's a lot of different ways you could buy a putter, and, and, and they're probably all good. I mean, you could play with somebody who just putts lights out and want to get what they have, okay? And as long as you've actually tried it and you've put it to the test, I mean, it may very well work for you, right? 
You can also find a putter at a golf shop and you can take it out on the golf course or you can spend some time with it in the shop and you can really hone in on something that you know sometimes when something has improved your setup, when it's allowed you to improve your stroke and make more putts and feel more confident. And you can do that too. But in this new world, there's also a lot of golfers that they're used to going through a full fitting now with their driver, with their other woods and their irons and their wedges. And so for that golfer out there, there are more and more instructors and fitters out there that are analyzing the putting stroke. And the back end of that is you need a company like we do at Seymour where we can build those custom putters and deliver them. So with special lie angles and different lengths and different grips and different ways that it swings. So it's, um, it's really coming together. I mean, I think 10 years ago we, we envisioned, hey, we want to be a part of making the putter sort of just like the driver. I mean, right, what are the two most important clubs in the bag? I mean, you played professionally, Cody. What was it? Yeah, you've got one, you've got to keep the ball in play, and two, putting wins tournaments. There you go. So the driver and the putter, and I think our vision was, man, wouldn't it be cool if the putter started, you know, to become sort of uh, a close cousin of the driver when it came to um, the, the amount of focus and attention. I have to say it's moving that direction. No question. Uh, yeah, I think we've seen it in here over the last few years, and I think our instructors have seen it as they put a focus on putting lessons and putter fitting. And, and you know, the putter, is so many of the golfers walk into a shop, and may, like you said, maybe they get it right, but you're building your foundation around what the putter requires, right? So you may guess work, and you may get a 35-inch when you really needed a 34, and you're going to build your setup. So the proper fitting allows you to sort of do it the other way. You don't start with a roof on a house, right? You prepare the groundwork and the foundation. And so that's sort of how we look at it. We prepare the foundation to help and help the putter design fit that so that when they leave, you use your puttering as a measuring device for length and loft and angle to ensure that you're able to repeat that once you leave and it's consistent over time. I, I think one thing is if you ask uh, a Seymour user why he or she uses a Seymour putter, they can give you four or five concrete answers of what was wrong and how has this putter corrected my fault and how it continues to make me become better and better, give me more confidence. And I, I believe that you ask someone else who uses maybe another type of putter, they can't give you that specific of an answer on four or five solid points of what this putter reinforces them to do on a daily basis on, on every single putt actually. Well, I think you bring up a great point. I mean, no matter what putter you're using, to become a great putter at some point, you have to have a consistent system. Correct, yep. And, and, and many, many top-level golfers and high-level golfers have been able to employ that on their own with whatever type of putter that they have. But the really cool thing about Seymour, and going back to Seymour's founding 20 years ago when Payne Stewart put Seymour on the map, was is that it immediately introduces a simple, repeatable system that the golfer can follow by hiding the red dot and lining up the two white lines. It, ha it worked for Payne Stewart. It's worked for Zach Johnson. It's worked for Russell Knox. It's worked for DA Points. It's worked for Robert Dameron. It's worked for Miko Elanen and men, many, many golfers um, that have won on the highest levels of the tours. But even more importantly, it's worked for so many players that have told us how they've made that. They finally um, improved from a double-digit handicap to a single-digit handicap. And it's basically given them a system because for golfers that don't play golf for a living and practice eight hours a day, it's even more important that hey, here's the club that, that, that's 40% of the game. You know what? It's eliminated variables. It's given me a simple system. So that's a Seymour pitch, but there's a lot of great things to talk about. It is fun 
um, to, to talk about Seymour's history, and we're going to do that at some point. Guys like, guys like Pat O'Brien, who, um, who, who's, you know, sort of senior, uh, our senior global tour ambassador, you know, great, great guy working out of the Lakewood Country Club down in Dallas, Texas. And he really uh, is such a great friend and worldwide ambassador for the brand because he was so involved with Payne Stewart and Zach Johnson, Vaughn Taylor, and Mike Hicks, who was Payne Stewart's caddy. Uh, we've got some great stories. So, again, yeah, this is just fun an to overview hear here of our first podcast. Again, this is the first edition of the Putting Couch podcast presented by the Seymour Putter Company's tour team. I'm Jim. We've got Cody. We've got Ted. And uh, we look forward to, uh, to making this a regular part of your week and, um, and, and having some fun with it. And, uh, again, I mean, it's, it's, it's the last frontier, but it, it can help you. Um, and it's and it's fun to talk about. So it's it's great to have uh, to be here. I mean, it's got a lot of fun. What do you think, Ted? I mean, anything? no, I think it's going to be fantastic. I think it's going to be something where people will tune in uh, and listen and take a small piece of nugget away. I think it's going to help them. I think we put uh, a little tease out on social media, and the 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 response we got back was unreal on the number of people who wanted to listen and the input that they gave on topics that they wanted to hear uh was was surprisingly phenomenal so it, i i think it's going to be a nice nice addition of uh of talking putting are we going to get a chance to do some interviews will we be able to do that is there any type of technology that will help us line up or are they going to have to come in here how's that going no i i'm working on that okay. i think we can find uh some of our SP, uh, top spi yep. instructors yep. have them call in okay. um make sure it works for them on their time okay. frame and uh, just get their input on why they become um became an spi instructor and what it's done for them also uh reach out to mike hicks pat o'brien um, even, uh, we're, we're reaching out to, uh, some of our, um, our, our um, dealers, influencers, dealers, okay. influencers, influencers and dealers, okay. Okay. Yeah, uh, yeah. of Good. why they sure. might've brought Seymour into sure. their shops, yeah, yeah. you know, off course shops, okay. uh, specialty fitting shops. Okay. And then also, yes, influencers as well and see, you know, look into that world and how they got involved in it. Okay. So. Um, you know, I think the, the, the range of this can go in, in quite many different directions. Can we take uh, questions in any way? Can people um, get a hold of us with questions that they might have that where they want us to cover in our next podcast? I think so, yes. So when we put this out, uh, we'll have a note uh, of where they can, either on, on a social media feed, uh, either on Instagram or Twitter or Facebook, and they can uh, post their questions below the, uh, the link. And uh, we'll follow up and see what they have with their answers. Sounds great. Cody? Yeah, no, it's, it's going to be exciting to talk about sort of uh, things we've always talked about in here and sort of share it with yep. our community of instructors and, and golfers all around looking to just get better. And we've got a lot of knowledge, and it'll just be fun to talk about it more in depth on a different level. And I think, hey, my, my parting thoughts would be, listen, putting is complicated you know so don't put too much pressure on yourself i mean if you're not happy about your putting i mean it's great that you tuned in it's great that you're going to go out and try and improve well we love that it's going to be a process just like hitting the perfect drive or striking the perfect five on i mean there's no such thing as great putting all the time but the the more time and effort you put into it uh, and, and getting fit and understanding you know where you want to go the better your chance for success so 
think that'll wrap it up for episode one, guys. Thanks. Sounds great. That was a lot of fun. Appreciate Thanks it. for having us. We appreciate you joining us. If you haven't subscribed to the show, make sure you do wherever you're listening. Be sure to leave a rating and review because that's how we get the Putting Couch Podcast content in front of more people. Also, take a screenshot and share it on social media and tag us at Seymour Putters or hashtag Team Seymour.